0: Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. You might get some laughs, you might not. Don't care either way. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied as always by my editor and producer, Tom Byers. Our guest today is Bob Quinn. You can find us on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find us on Spotify at The Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be on the show, email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. All right, let's get started. The number you
1: have dialed. That never working perspectives. Yeah. It's our objective to be effective. My voice in society's working perspectives. perspectives. We're exploring your work day and how you get paid. Launching new episodes every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with episodes available on all podcast platforms. platforms. Check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do us a solid like,
0: share, and subscribe. Working perspectives. Okay. Shake. Let me tell me, you about what's this up? This guy. This guy. Jesus. Do you hear that? Yeah. Turn that off. Jesus Christ. What is that? Dude. What
1: it's gotta is be that? on your end. I don't have Spotify. Bob, is that you?
0: Nah.
1: Where the fuck is that coming from? Dude. Where Just is that on. coming
2: from? Hang on. Oh, I'm checking iTunes. It is. Where no. are the good men gone and where are the gods? Where's
1: the street, Where's the the street like
2: Hercules to fight the rising odds? Who is
0: Soundbar?
2: Who is Soundbar? You think you can keep me off this show? You motherfucker. You think you can <laughs> keep you me off this show? show? What the hell? You son of a bitch. You think yeah, you, you can keep of me off b- this show? You son of a bitch. Jake. You think the you the can keep you? me off this show? This is my show. Dude. Dude, you son of a bitch. I'm this show on show, NEEDS a hero. And Cheryl. here I am. I got off the phone with Cheryl. You I'll tell I you are. what
0: the fuck. You're violating everything right now, you there's son there's of a bitch. There's nothing to be
2: violated. You son of a bitch. I'm on the show. You're not on the show. This Here is, I you're am. On the show. This Here I am. Show. You're not on the show. This is not the show. Shake. Hey, Thomas shake, Michael. <laughs> shake, What's up, buddy? You bastard shake. You traitorous bastard. What are you talking Here about? I am. Bitch. You and son this of is, a bitch. Matt, Matt I'm going to mute you. Don't make me mute you. I'm can trying can to turn, turn this down. Show. You can't.
1: You're muted. You hear that? I'm trying, trying to muted. turn it off. I'm unmuted. Muted again. Matt, I'm trying to turn it off. Muted again. again. And again. I'll mute yeah. you all night. I'll mute you all night.
2: This is my show now.
1: Jesus Christmas. Christmas. You now Christmas. you calm
2: down. No. You know, who I, you're
1: you're you know who I Trying am. You know who I am.
2: But scary. you don't know why I'm here. I don't. The reason I'm here is to tell everyone why I've not been allowed on this show. And you know why. Because this whole show was my idea you stole my idea you stole the show and you want it to be your own so i'm here to offer you a challenge this whole show is mine see that working perspectives i bought the rights to that i own this i own this show so the challenge is for the rights to this show if i win I'll tell you what you do with the show If you win I'll give you the rights to the show And I'll pay for it
0: What's the challenge?
2: A live stream On Twitch A match Mario Kart Who's the best?
1: Jesus Christmas
2: Everyone knows I'm the best Mario Kart player that's ever been. So this is Matt's you brother, Tom, you are. For, those who, uh, for those
1: just for those, Well, we're going to settle in. it once and for all. For the rights of the
2: show, if you got the guts. This guy does, this bitch. is a pirate. You son of a bitch. You son of a good mother and father.
0: You fucking asshole.
1: Tom, can you hear us?
0: Motherfucker. Yeah, he can fucking hear us. He I don't think he can us. hear
1: us. I think he's just talking. You can
0: fucking hear us. He muted me.
1: That's right. I muted you. I'll you, do whatever
0: I want. You
2: fucking shit waffle. Can you, <laughs> you, do you accept the challenge or not? I don't, yeah, I, don't have all night. Yeah, Listen, yeah, this, is, this is absurd,
1: challenge. but Matt, maybe you and Tom should cover some, cover some ground while you're doing this.
2: What, the fuck what kind talking? of ground? That he stole my show? You,
0: you are a motherfucker. I invented Listen, the dance. This was my, right, idea. was my idea. This was my idea.
1: This is not how you know brothers about brothers shouldn't treat each other. I invented the dance.
0: I invented Byers the dance.
1: Even Tommy Byers knows I invented the dance. He
0: didn't fucking know that. I fucking Matt. I'm trying, it. man. He's I'm fucking. trying to
1: get the. I'm trying to get this feed uh, crushed. I can't stop his feed. Jake,
0: you're lucky you live in California. I would go over and take your head and shove it up your ass, and then <laughs> shove you up your wife's ass. You motherfucking <laughs> traitor. You motherfucking
2: asshole.
1: <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Are <laughs> you? She's nothing to do with this.
2: Cheryl is going to be livid, all right? I'm, Cheryl, I mean, I'm, right I'm looking at the Cheryl BS. Nobody cares about Cheryl, your made-up character, all right? There is no approval process.
0: Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Because guess what? Guess what? Cheryl's on the phone right now. Cheryl's
2: I talked to Cheryl earlier, right and
1: she said no. you're a stupid idiot.
3: Okay, hold on one sec. Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl are yeah, you there? Yeah, let's get to the bottom of this. Hello, Matt. Matt, yeah, are
1: you Cheryl? there? Yeah, hi, yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, I'm... I'm... Uh, are, are, you, are you this. really
3: calling me again? Are you really calling me again about this? I thought we've already gone over this. The reason why he's not allowed on your show anymore is because of an incident that happened before. I've already explained this to you four other times, Matt. Okay?
1: <laughs> yeah. See, well, see welcome asshole? to the podcast, Cheryl, by the way. Thanks for coming on. Yeah,
0: thanks, Cheryl. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for stopping Welcome to Working Perspective.
1: Well, I,
3: I have to nip this yeah. in the bud right now because, you know, I, I just, I can't Cheryl. take it anymore. Matt Cheryl. calls me every other day. Who is this? Who 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 is this? That's calling. Who who, who is this on the line? Yes. do will
2: make me kick you off of the show too. Oh oh you yeah you, say, oh, you oh can't oh you think so? oh.
1: This is a mess. muted Cheryl muted. This is Want me to
2: mute you again, Cheryl?
1: I'll mute you again. See, this it. is the problem. This is a problem. That's right,
2: Cheryl. You son of a. We've bitch. got what to really you change care.
1: your tune there, Cheryl. Guys, can, can, we, can we can we can we just lower the temperature? I don't have the time for this
3: right now. I'm hanging up
1: oh jesus either, either way the either. challenge it's coming
2: if you're ready we'll set a date hey be there
1: or tom be tom it's not cool to uh pirate this podcast this way Fuck you know, off, shake wait what you if he's, if he's what Captain you and Hook, Matt. You're sh-
0: me all right because you're <laughs> all right we know who's fucking isn't it smee
1: I think it's me, and that's not yeah, who well, I am. You're all
0: right?
1: I'm Peter Pan. I'm, no, I'm Wendy. I'm trying Thomas to keep Michael all the lost boys. Thomas had nothing to do bullies. with this. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm Wendy
0: Rufio right now, and you're all dead. All right? Well, you,
2: you know what happens to Rufio.
0: Yeah, he's a legend. Okay, mm. and guess what else he is—the best Mario Kart player in existence, just like me.
2: Yeah. So how's now this going to go down? Let's be the
1: best Mario Kart player in existence, guys. Can we please just lay out lay out the paperwork here? So what's going I on? muted Matt. So what's going on here is you you two are going to have a Mario Kart. Is this 64 double dash? What what's going down here? I mean, fine double him on dash, but I think
0: I think I'll Twitch beat him is on whatever it is.
1: I
2: think that Nintendo Switch, and we try to put it on Twitch live for people to watch. That's
0: funny, so it's going to I be a, to learn, uh it's going to be a I switch will. on the Twitch. Well.
1: Maybe It'll you're be just a, a beatdown
0: on the Twitch on the Switch, and I'm gonna whoop his ass just like I always.
1: Oh, what? You're just gonna he, get he muted again? He got <laughs> muted. I'm do this all day. Matt, you gotta calm down, dude. How the this fu- is This is. I told you I Matt.
2: own this podcast.
1: <laughs> Matt, you want
2: the rights back?
1: You this gotta is, win. You have to use this as an opportunity to nip this in the bud and take care of this, because Cheek. this is gonna be a problem going forward, and we just we can't have this on our show. The challenge has been laid out. You don't see my brother- Enough of you. I'm out of here. Your hero's leaving. Yeah, get out of here, dude.
0: Turn off the fucking music. Unreal. Shake. Fuck you. Matt. Shake. (laughs) I had nothing to do with this. Really? Really? He just got the Zencaster link from somebody else?
1: Yes. Who? He cre- he created like a fake I don't he like infiltrated our Zencaster thing, dude. Oh,
0: I wonder fucking how soundbar.
1: I have no idea.
3: Oh,
0: I'm looking really? at it right now.
1: I have no idea how this happened. Let's well, be honest though. Dude, let's let's dissect this a little bit before we move on cuz we all need to we all need to lower the temperature, Bob. W- welcome to the show, man. I'm going to I'm going to welcome hey, you to the show format uh cuz this this got a little, this is abnormal. Crazy. Yeah, this is abnormal. Uh, but Matt, let's dissect this, man. And w- what just happened there? So your brother jumps on the show, lays down, lays down a challenge. He not
0: approved. He was not approved to be on the show.
1: You heard Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl's first appearance as well. That was, uh, so this is a first for in two ways.
0: Yeah, lovely lady. Lovely lady. At least she didn't stab me in the back.
1: Yeah. She Great. seems
0: intense, too.
1: I think hey, that Bob,
0: I know we're on uh, Google Meet, so you can see me. Do you see this right here? You see that knife sticking in my back? You sure know who do. put it there? This bastard. That's who put it there. No. You're fucking no. kidding
1: me, Shay. There's no knife in your back.
0: Oh, there's no conspiracy. There's two of
1: them. Listen, number one problem in America right now is disinformation, okay? And I think that I speak for every American when I say the the number one threat is Russian interference in podcasts. Okay? That's what people are terrified of, and this is our opportunity to take care of this. Okay? So so you tell me, man, what do you what how are we gonna handle this? What are you gonna do? You
0: what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna beat his ass on Twitch and in Mario Kart, and I'm gonna fucking take I I thought of this show. This is our fucking show. I own the yeah. rights to this goddamn show. How did he get the the fucking rights? Why? Absolutely-
1: why would he suggest that he invented the show though? Like, what's let's and, and let's also clue in the uh, the listeners. Your brother had a podcast
0: yeah. at one
1: point. He did. Yeah, and what, it, and it was four years ago. It was not. It was not a working perspectives podcast. It was yeah. uh, more of a sports based podcast. So he's now claiming that at some sort of holiday dinner, he gave you the idea for the show. And and Are you're going on the fuck, record. Is that
0: what he's saying?
1: I I think he's suggesting that he gave you the idea for the show.
0: Oh, my God. He's a lying, motherfucking, asshole, cocksucking, son of a bitch, twat waffle, motherfucking ass bag. Mm. God damn it. No, he didn't think of it, shake. No, he didn't.
1: All right, all right, good. I'm I want just, to put I... you on
0: blast, all right? Because I didn't want to put you on blast that to tell everyone that I thought of the show. But yeah, I did think of the fucking show.
1: Yeah. Golly. I mean, and it would I be like of
0: the dance to "How High," you know, to the song, or not "How High," "City High." City High. What would you do? I thought of that dance, so everyone knows for the record, I invented that dance.
1: What would you do? If you that home? Yeah, I invented that. Okay. All right, Matt. Okay. This is your show, man. You know what this is like. This is like I if someone it was our claimed show, they shake.
0: thought it was our show.
1: Yeah, but come on. Like we always say, you're Conan O'Brien, and and, and I'm Andy Richter.
0: You're the only one saying that, pal. <laughs> My God.
1: Wow. You, you, you need to step I've up ever... and be a leader. That's you know your house is out of order right now. Frankly, this this episode's going a little, little haywire.
0: Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I well, we ha- fucking we- wonder <laughs> why.
1: <laughs> Can you tell me why, Shake? Uh, we had some wow. technical difficulties.
0: Mm. Mm. Did we
1: listen, man? I think that you need to sleep on this. Um, sleep just,
0: on what? There's on, no on, sleeping. On what's on gone it. down here? Yeah, I know what's gone down. All right, I was side side swiped by my my PIC. And now I have to win the rights to the show back via Twitch, via Mario Kart. Yeah. And without it, you know, there's no show.
1: Mm. Is this so you what telling
0: does... me that you don't want the show?
1: No, this... I, I desperately want the show. What I want to know is what what's, what happens, God forbid, if you lose this, this Twitch match, I mean, honestly.
0: And uh, we won't have to worry about that because i'll uh, i'll never lose so mm-hmm. there's that yeah there's that um but wow Jesus
1: just wow
0: Christmas. wow yeah bob hey bob uh welcome to the show so uh
1: quick Toughness. thing
0: um you know i've worked at graham's pub uh with this asshole um And uh, I was working there with this asshole and uh, the asshole and me are working. And then, you know, some guys come in and you like those guys and you end up talking to them and you'd think like, oh, wow, if I wasn't on this side of the bar, I'd be on the other side of the bar with those guys drinking. Bob's one of those guys. He's a good guy. Right. Mm. Then I start work at this other place. Right. And one day I'm there and I'm like, wait a tick. Hold on. here, Hold on. I thought you were a plumber. Turns out he's not a plumber. He works there, too. Say, hey, Bob, how you doing? So now he comes on the show. He's a great guy, great friend of the show. Wish I could tell more about it, but we're kind of taking away some time. Uh, Bob, love to have you on. I know everything's going great with you. Uh, Have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? And if yes, what do you think of that piece of shit movie? Uh,
3: I I didn't mind it.
1: Yes, sir. damn it, Bob. Yes, sir. (laughs)
3: fucking damn it. (laughs) Mark that one in the wing
1: column, baby. Are
3: you fucking kidding me? I thought, not- I, I thought I thought Remy Malik was pretty good and that that scene at Wimbledon was just spot on.
1: Yes, sir. Never got there. Yes, Ended sir. the movie before that.
3: Oh man, well that's seen your mistake.
1: It was magical. Apparently a
3: lot
0: of mistakes happening tonight, huh? Oh for sure. Wow. Wow. So, Bob didn't didn't mean for your episode to get pirated, but I'm really happy that you're on and uh let's get to know Bob Quinn a little more, huh? So, uh, so Bob, born in Roxborough Memorial Hospital, grew up in the Hard Knoxboro, Roxborough, went to Catholic school from kindergarten through high school, and then also attended a Catholic college. How about sure that? did. Highly educated under the Catholic religion. He was a big-time sports guy, does baseball. He still plays softball, did, uh, played hockey in high school, played football, all that good stuff. People can't see him, but he's a sexy son of a bitch. You know, if I could paint a picture, it'd be like a better looking Fabio with short hair. All right. So. Bob, K through 12, we told an interesting story on the podcast previously, uh, where Cardinal Bevilacqua visited my Catholic school and uh, there was like a big procession. Right. And I was in sixth grade and uh, i was made to carry like the cross to lead the procession this cross was like hundreds of thousands of dollars like solid gold wasn't allowed to touch it with my bare hands we do the loop where we start in the front of the church walk all the way to the back of the church and then come up the center aisle of the church walking towards the altar right and we I go over the first step fine second step bam foot hits the step cross hits the step Drop the cross, and it hits the ground. It goes, bang, and then I fall to, in front of, like, and it was, you had to think, the cardinal was visiting the church, so it was thousands of damn people, right? So, yeah, that was fun. Any inth- any interesting things going on with you in Catholic school? What do you got?
3: No, I mean, um, it was just kind of, you know, growing up in Roxborough, you're, you kind of just, you, that was your option was to, go to Catholic school or go to, you know, a city public school. So, you know, your parents would send you to Catholic school and then same thing kind of happens with high school too. And then the college thing just kind of worked out that way that it ended up being a, a Catholic college too. But I mean, um, no, um, I did have a, uh, my high school girlfriend though, her, her family was actually really good friends with Cardinal Bevilacqua. So it's uh-huh. funny you bring him up.
0: Oh, so I've heard this before that a lot of the times everyone's kind of forced to go to cat. If you live in the city, you're kind of like forced to go to like Catholic school or like a private school just because like the public schools are kind of no good. Is that kind of, is that like what's going on?
3: It's kind of, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, there's some that are okay that, you know, that you can go to, but like, um, when, when I was growing up, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that was pretty much the long and short of it was you didn't, your parents didn't want you to really to go to the city public school because it wasn't really, wasn't that great. Um, a lot of it too, though, was also like your parents went to those schools because a lot of the kids that were in Roxboro, you know, they're, they're like generations and generations of families that, you know, have all done. Like my grandfather went to St. John's, uh, you know, through high school and yeah. then, you know, and then all of his kids went to St. John and then the high, you know, the, the high school part of it closed because, yeah. you know, the the city, the part of the city started getting bigger, but, um, yeah. yeah, no, it was just kind of like a thing, you know, and, and, um, so you, your parents went down there and then you went down there and, you know, sometimes like, like for me, like I went to a different school than my, you know, my dad's side of the family, but, um, I mean, it was only right across the street because every every two it was like every two blocks was a, a new or a different Catholic grade school.
0: You know, nice. Yeah. There used to be a ton of them back in Roxboro back in the day. Right. Right. It was like, yeah. And they're all broken up by nationality. Yeah. Like ba- exactly. John the Baptist was Irish and what yep. Vincent's was Italian. And then was uh, it tennis? So yeah. uh St.
3: John, St. John's is Irish. St. Joseph's was Polish. The St. Saint- Mary's was German and St. Lucy's was Italian. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: So let me ask this question real quick. Um, yeah. So for our listeners who aren't aware, uh, Roxborough and Maniunk, uh, which is right next to Roxborough, they are parts of Philadelphia, but they are separated by a river. Um, so they are technically part of Philadelphia, but it's a really their own like separate community. And specifically what I want to ask is, being somebody from Roxborough, do you have um, like an instilled rivalry with Maniunk? Do you have any animosity towards many Young people? Um,
3: that's wow, that's a good one. Uh, I don't. Um, my dad did for a while. There was like a um, just, I guess, just in the, the 60s when they were down there it was a different Mm. kind of maniunk when when i was Mm. little i remember maniunk was was pretty bad and then i guess around like 97 98 mark um a bunch of investors started buying up main street pretty much and then by two by 2000 um what was yeah you know that was that um that big restaurant right as you're crossing the bridge um, it was called, I want to say it was a Royal grill or something along those lines back then, but it was right there, right, right. Like literally in between the river and the canal. And then, you know, you'd go over and then, um, yeah. And then they started really building up Mani, like what, you know, people today see as Maniunk, but you know, it didn't always look like that. It wasn't always. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's what I heard too. Before it was like a lot of factories and things like that. Now it's like, you know mm-hmm. now it's freaking it's by city popping and locking fool yeah you know yeah going through I mean,
1: going through Roxboro and Manion, you kind of feel like you're in Europe or something like everything's super old buildings and the streets are real tight and it is not driving in uh, in those areas is not for the faint of heart it's uh, uh yeah. it can be bad and especially this time of year with uh snow and, and ice and stuff <laughs> yeah. I, and i've i've been in situations where like you're out there walking to the bars or whatever and you're drunk and and like it's dangerous man and unfortunately i don't mean to take a uh, a negative turn here but there are stories of people getting hurt and dying you know getting drunk and slipping on the ice and and you know getting hit by cars to and stuff time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a legitimate thing, man. That's uh but it's cool. It's, it has to be cool kind of living on like a hill like that. That's that's uh Lansdale is not where we're from, Lansdale is not known for its uh for its nope. hills. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: but you guys you Chase guys have yum yum donuts though.
0: Oh, oh boy. Yeah, man. Do we ever, babe? Do we yeah. ever one the I'll, only. I'll tell you what, I lived in Roxboro for like nine years, right? And the one thing that, uh, that I did come away with. There were several, but one of them is you could always sell a homegrown Roxborough chick because the calf's on her. Oh boy. <laughs> they got some leg muscles, pal, from walking them hills. My gosh. Did you ever have... So I remember this was like St. Patrick's Day. This was like years ago. It had snowed on St. Patrick's Day or like the day before, right? And then on St. Patrick's Day, we went out in Manunk and like did our thing and there was like this car is getting stuck, like on like a hill, like to Main Street. And I was, and there was like people pushing it. And one of them was a cop. And I ran up behind it. I was like, all right, guys, I'll help. Let's go. And I went to push it. And I slipped and fell and like rolled like halfway down the hill. And the cop was like, yeah, get out of here, pal. All right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. Um, but yeah. So did you ever go out? You don't seem like a Main Street kind of guy. You're more of a. You know, I mean everyone I guess has their party stage where they're hitting the hitting the strip and all that stuff. Who me? But, yeah.
3: Oh no, yeah, no. I was de- definitely had a had a a whole season of yeah. my manning days. Like <laughs> Main Street days.
0: Ugh. Yeah. I don't miss those days at all, brother. I'm man, more you, of a
3: yeah. My wallet doesn't miss those days. Oh
0: man. Dude, talk about there's something that is one thing that I think we should do as a sur- public service announcement is men don't waste your money buying drinks for chicks. Do not. Unless you're, she's your date or your girlfriend and you're there with her, do not to offer to buy a chick a drink because it is a waste of
1: time. Mm-hmm. will
0: never work. Mm-hmm. Never, ever in a million years. So yep. don't even bother Let you don't, know. I won't right even now. buy my
1: wife a drink to be honest with you. Right. Sure. No, she'll be able to blame me. you there. You know yeah. how about how about this old uh this old maniunk main street thing and it might have been other places as well? Did you guys have like a um every once in a while a friend of yours would have like an open bar down there and everybody had yeah. to pay twenty bucks yeah. to get in? yeah, but they'd be yeah. like recruiting yeah. people because I think I guess what they do is they put up a bunch of money up front and then force their friends to come i that I would get bugged in text messages all the time from people like, please mm-hmm. come down to maniunk, please. Come to this so and so bar.
3: <laughs> well, they would, they would do. They'd give you, away. They'd give yeah. away like open bars to people, but you would have to, you know, bring somebody, some like because doesn't yeah. um, what is it? What's the the place down by the stadiums? Xfinity Live. They don't they do stuff like that? Because I used to get text messages from them all the time saying, you know, free open bar, just bring twenty people and you know, twenty five dollars. Like, how's that free for me?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. on like those places in Manny specifically, I always remember paying 20 bucks and thinking, okay, I have like a couple hours, I need to get like four or five drinks to make this worthwhile. Yeah. And then it, yeah. even if you stood in like at the bar the whole time swigging drinks, there's no way you were getting that many you were nope. just, they just weren't going to serve you, you know?
3: No. Yeah. yeah. And, and normally you wouldn't get like a normal size cup either. You'd get like the, you know, the, the seven ounce version of a cup and, it, you know.
0: They would do this thing too, where it was called like guest bartending. Right. So oh, I say, remember that. yeah. Say you wanted a job at like a big, big spot, like a McFadden's or a field house, or even some places on main street, they would have you come in. Right. And like do a guest spot. And you would like you'd have to tell them like, look, I need everyone in because if you had like high sales that night and did well, then they would keep you. But if not, they wouldn't keep you. So it was kind of like, it was like a tryout to be a bartender. Yeah, they did that. I don't know if they still do that. But they did that a lot. But honestly, Like I see the, like, don't get me wrong. There's been a million times I've been out in Maniunk and like downtown and things like that, where it's like, I'm thinking to myself, like, God, I'd much rather be working than spending the money here and all that stuff. And, you know, and it is fun, but at some point you're like, God, I just wasted so much money. But at, I don't think those places like are as good as like a grams, especially to work at, you know, grams pub, land of the free home of the brave. Bob is a grams Pub legend. And he'll ride or die for Grams till the end. But places like Grams, they're the best places to go.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's where the pros drink, brother. So uh, let's keep this thing going because I want to get into babble here. We're on, we're on the second half of this gimmick already. We kind of got a late run. Um, so Bob went to Catholic school. Then he went to Cabrini. What did you did you uh? Would you major in when you graduated from Cabrini, Bob?
3: Uh, business administration, and I have a Ooh. had a minor in human resource management.
0: Ooh, mm. look at you, little HR guy, huh? Mm. Oh boy, you're the enemy now. Look out for the enemy. But uh, okay, so so you played baseball. I know, in people don't know this, and I think well, I guess some people do. But in Roxborough, Manion, baseball is a big deal. You know, yeah. I think their little league is like their little league organization is very very much like. Everyone plays baseball and their the parents get really into it. Am I right, Bob? Like, that's just my view from the outside. I mean, you were in it.
3: I don't know what it's like nowadays, but I remember when when I was growing up, it seemed like everybody was good. Everybody was just like a standout. Like, you know, there was just there was a bunch. And I mean, there was quite a few guys that were around my age that had played that did like, you know, make the minors and. You know, and like go like like high, like triple A ball and stuff like that um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, there was a lot of really good competition in the area. But I mean, even Lansdale, Lansdale had a lot of guys that were that were really good too. you know, that whole area.
0: We had some, but I feel like and baseball used to be pretty big up here because we had the the Lansdale Tigers. It's like uh uh, they're like almost like a minor league team in Lansdale, but they used to be. Like people used to recruit from the Tigers to go to the pros and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't Perky think that League happens much. In, yeah, the Perky League. Then they used to get like you know AAA guys and whatever to come out and look yeah. at them. But I don't think that happens much anymore. And
1: Nars the Nars A's definitely had a. They would they were known for picking up like ex minor leaguers. that would just yeah. crush the ball.
0: Yeah, I know too. Uh, in Roxboro, was it Zubac or something? There was a pro baseball player that came out of Roxboro. And he was like a pitcher for Kansas city, I believe. But yeah. So when you, I feel like when you have success like that, like someone that has a success that just breeds like kind of like a pride for that sport in the area, you know what I mean? But like, you know, also the coach from, uh, from the wonder years from Roxboro as well. Mm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, the reason I know that is because I worked at the Applebee's in Roxboro, and I'll tell you this right now. I will tell you this right fucking now. If there is alien life on this planet, they are working at Applebee's. I am telling you that <laughs> right now. They hire everybody. That place, That I've had some shitty jobs. That is the worst job I've ever had and the worst place wow. I've ever worked. That place was awful. Man, Absolutely awful. Oh yeah, buddy. Okay, so speaking of jobs, All right, fans, now time for a break in the action. We're going to bring you a new segment to the show. This is Shit That Happened in Wrestling with our good friend Steve Davin. Steve, what shit happened in wrestling?
3: Is the question the shit that happened or the shit that didn't happen? Because this week, absent, just like his MCL, Spencer Lee was not present at the Olympic trials. Why? Because he's missing a motherfucking MCL. And what did he do last week without that MCL? won his third NCAA title and since he's only 20 years old he sat this one the fuck out gonna let himself heal we'll see him in four years winning a gold medal that's the shit that went down in wrestling
0: alright that was shit that happened in wrestling with our good friend Steve Cabot now back to the show Mm Babble, you're you're in uh you're in high school I believe at this time did you start uh so you did some part timing in the deli in the chestnut hill farmers market was that before you were roofing or after or during
3: that was before so when I was i guess uh what 17 16 seventeen uh-huh. um I started working at um a deli like in, in chestnut Hill farmers market but it was behind the the Chestnut Hill Hotel. And it was just like a Saturday job, you know, while you're in high school kind of thing. Um, but then that kind of turned into just a, a, a part-time job for, you know, a solid, you know, 10, 11 years. Nice. All right,
0: good. And it was almost like a fallback kind of thing. So yeah. I've been to the Chestnut Hill Farmers Market. It's like a building that has like a bunch of different, like, uh, like stands in it. Right. Where it's like yeah. you walk in and it's like a loop and you can go around. There's like a coffee place and an Italian place and a meat place and like all these things. And there is even like when we went there, they we got like baklava because they had like some like uh, Albanian kind of Greek place. But yeah, that's a cool little spot. So that was a nice like kind of place where you get like cash under the table kind of gimmick. Yeah. Nice. All right. So. You did that and then I'm looking here when we talked and God bless you man because you're not a ginger but you got some you got some sand in that hair of yours, you know and you were roofing in the summer Yeah Ugh. Tell us tell me tell me tell me tell me so give me a day in the life of roofing what time are you waking up
3: So that that whole summer was pretty crazy uh so I cuz I was I was roofing, you know, from five in the morning till two in the afternoon. So I was getting up at four and driving to Quakertown. There was a a school, uh, an elementary school in Quakertown. We were doing a black tar roof on, which was just, that was crazy. Um, But I was working there. I worked at uh, uh, American Eagle at the King of Prussia Mall on the weekends and was doing night school, too. So it was just a crazy summer, man.
2: What
1: a line of
3: But yeah, so I was, I mean, I remember, never forget the first time showing up, you know, it's 430 and, Mm -hmm. you know, all you're seeing is just, just like, you know, a ladder to the roof. That's it. You know, just an extension ladder. And it's like, you got all this stuff that you got to take with you and you're trying to think, you know how am i getting this up there and you're watching everybody else and like these guys have been doing it for so long they could they can literally walk up these these extension ladders with no hands and i'm like holding on for dear life just <laughs> thinking about like okay i'm getting up but how am i getting down oh man <laughs> you
1: know how like, high how high are these ladders
3: oh man that that had to be 50 feet off the ground that Holy roof oh. you know and i mean like you know it Fifty feet doesn't seem that tall, but it's it's tall it's when kind of you're stories, up there, man. Babe. Dude, yeah. it's it's tall when you're up there. Hell
0: yeah, um, especially when you're no taking it one out. rung at a time. When yeah, you man. so you did that for a whole summer, and you're really like, hat was that like? How good of shape does roofing get you in? Like, are you just cocked diesel or what?
3: I mean, it wasn't even that. It was, I mean, you just kind of like. Um, everything kind of started to change. Like, like I had gotten so much sunburn on my body that my, my skin Oof. started to like feel like leathery and stuff. Oh, man. And like, uh, and like you were just constantly like sunburned that it didn't even hurt anymore. You know, yeah. that kind of sunburn. Oh, and yeah. then, um, I mean, a lot of it, you know, the worst part about it was trying to breathe up there when like, cause like a lot of it was tar. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, as a grunt, you kind of had to like sit there and, and like make sure like all the rolls. Cause there's like these, this rolls of this fabric that they would put down and then run the tar over. And you just, all these, like, there's just tar billowing in everybody's face. And that stuff is like, mm. you know, hundreds of degrees. And it's already like, like we, they used to have to keep a thermometer on the roof because if it got too hot, you had to get off. Um, so, wow. but it would get like, you know up on that roof, like 110 degrees up there with yeah. like all the, the tar and stuff. And it's all black. So it's just like the sun hitting it, like absorbing that heat. It was cr- dude. It was crazy, man.
1: Now, are it you wearing crazy. a mask?
3: I uh, no, no, I yeah, definitely wasn't not. wearing a mask. Cause it was, and, and you
1: barely breathe anyway. It'd probably be hard to breathe. Yeah,
3: And like, the thing is, is like, so it was crazy about that was, uh, that job was, I was 19 and, um, it was a, it wasn't, it was a non, um, non-union commercial Mm -hmm. roofing company. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was the only guy that had never done like actual jail time. That was everybody (laughs) there. Like, like there was some crazy stuff, man. There was some crazy stuff that at 19 at 19, you're hearing like what some of these guys had did. And Uh it's like, like, Whoa, like, Wow. Yeah, like yeah. this is yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that,
1: that's when you know you're not in the job that you want to stick with for, <laughs> yeah, for a super long pretty, time. You know,
3: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it was. And it was just like, all right, I'm out of here. Like, you know, and then, you know, yeah. then school started again and everything kind of started going back to normal. But yeah. Um, now, yeah, did you yeah. ever
1: get to like go out and have a beer with these with co workers of yours or was it strictly getting? No. It out? So,
3: well, so you know what the, the thing was was, uh, because of school, like the only day mm. that I ever had time off was Monday, Monday nights, right? Monday mm-hmm. after two um, was my only day to really relax. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I had school after work. So I'd come home, sleep for a little bit and then go to school. Yeah. And then, uh, and then come home and then pretty much have to go to bed because I had to be up at four. Yeah. And then uh, on Fridays, Friday, Saturday and Sundays, I worked at the mall. So yeah. I was just, you know, in a different world there, man, just kind of constantly trying to grind.
1: Yeah. And Matt was saying earlier that he and <laughs> he thought that if there's a uh, alien life on Earth, they they work at Applebee's. And I'm saying that they are probably from Quaker Town as well. You know, <laughs> Quaker Town is a, a different place, man. Being from Lansdale, that's like that's like uh, our our uh, out there in the wilderness kind of people, the Quaker Townies.
3: <laughs> yeah, Yo, you gotta go to the Q Mart though and get yes. some pierogies. Oh, I, go, sure. to, yeah. <laughs> go to go
1: to Qmart,
3: get some pierogies though. My and, uh my little yeah. brother
0: calls Quakertown the island of misfit toys. That is Gee, <laughs> guys, correct.
3: Do you guys ever hang out in Quakertown though? No. Hell yeah. I
1: got family oh, in Quakertown.
3: Dude, it's kind of fun. Yeah, so Quaker- uh, it's a nice little backwood Quaker
1: Quakertown has the distinction of having the most fast food restaurants like per yeah. square foot or something. Some yeah. Does it somebody, really?
3: yeah, somebody told me that it's I like in Guinness Book. It's like Guinness Book of World Record kind of thing, right? Like- yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I could 100 see yeah. that. Yeah, and then 100%. I, I don't know if I ever actually have been to Qmart. I think probably my parents what? took me when I was a kid, but I've heard oh. stories. It, aren't there like live alligators in Qmart? And
3: I don't think and, anymore. Yeah, they have, anymore. dude, they have everything there.
0: Qmart's the best. They had these little like in, back in the day. They had like these little electronic race cars. Yeah, man, I remember could, that. Oh my god, we Dude. were racing them. I bought a yeah. beta fish there that died in like two days. It
3: was great. <laughs> I got, I got a. My parents got uh, Amish-made bunk beds for me from there when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't don't sleep on the Q Mart, man. Like, oh no, I tell you, that was like Q-Mart a. We used should go there on 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 the weekends a lot when I was a kid. Mm, yeah. I have like family photos of being, you know q was a, a
0: spot Q-Mart. man don't get Dude, it it was twisted. crazy yeah. it was
3: cool yeah.
1: man yeah
0: they don't call it the dirt mall for no reason brother
1: <laughs> and, and quakertown had a uh um a youth football team a peewee football team that mm-hmm. lansdale used to play we were like rivals and their snack stand was world famous oh, for being the greatest God. snack the there had like a sticks. snack stand that was like a Hell restaurant yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah! Oh man! Top notch. It's like they the deep frying like our, capital you, of
1: the world there. I think maybe. <laughs>
0: you do, we you drive through their town and you drive like you know Quaker Town's not terrible, but it's not the best looking town in the world. You drive through their town and it is what it is, and then you get to this field, this youth football field that is immaculate. Yeah. And you're Pop like, Warner. Where that's does, what it was. Where does this? What is? Come on, who's is Jerry Jones funding this? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, it was that. It was pretty pretty nice, but. Dude, we still, I fucking, we whooped Quakertown's ass, though. I didn't want to hear it. Yeah, screw quick I Yeah. Quakertown's one of those places that when they came to Lansdale, they thought they were going to, like, the city.
2: <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah. oh, my God, we're going to Lansdale. That's a pretty big place, you know? And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? We have, like, three, we have like three stoplights. And they're like, yeah, well, that's three more than us. So, you know. yeah. Yeah. But- <laughs>
1: We do but, have yeah, like uh, six train stations in Lansdale now for some oh, reason. Oh my God. <laughs> they
0: love the train there. Lansdale used to be a hopping spot because it used to be run by the mob. So Main Street and Lansdale used to have like all these shops and bars. Ooh. And like my aunt would tell me that she would take the train up from the city and her and her friends, they take the, take the train up from the city and there'd be hundreds and hundreds of people just walk in Main Street like they would have to shut down the street and people just walk up and down and hit the bars and the shops and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. It used to be a happening place until the, you know, the mob got, there's like a, it's like the biggest drug bust in the history of Montgomery County or something was in Lansdale. And, you know,
1: really? And then wow. that was that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever see the dare car? Of course the dare car. Yeah. So everyone has the same dare kind of officer, public school and Catholic school. But yeah. what they did was, is the biggest bust in the history of Montgomery County was in lansdale and it happened when they got this old like Rock corvette you know kind of thing this old like old school yes. corvette so when they did the bus the police repossessed the car and turned it into the dare mobile
1: no way and, like that's you know, how wow, that hit. thing
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool yeah yeah that was kind of badass you know that's i don't great. know i've had uh, we, I, I, you know, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm a big supporter of the police, so I won't talk shit on the lane. So police, even though we've had our run-ins,
1: but yeah, this is, no, <laughs> they were, that's they, were cool. they were pretty good at getting you.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they fucking knew what they were doing. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so, okay. So let's keep this going. So you did some roofing. God bless you. That, <laughs> do you ever hear the Bill Burr, uh, gimmick? So Bill Burr has got a shtick where he's like uh, he talks about like mothers you know mothers is the hardest job there is and then he'd be like yeah did you ever try roofing as a
3: redhead in the summer
1: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i did well
3: i'm not full redhead i'm not a complete ginger but i'm freckly
0: yeah but you're still beautiful so all right you did some roofing right but yep. then, dude, so you're a big, big proponent of uh, multiple jobs at the same time kind of thing here for a while because it says next that you're working yeah, it's kind in of the a steel yard. Yeah, yeah.
3: it was kind of like a – there was a lot of times when I had worked multiple jobs.
0: So what did you do in the steel yard? You were a trench tech. What's that entail?
3: So well, when I worked there, I worked there. I found that job in the, the, the Roxborough Review, the hmm. local paper. Um. Yeah, I just kind of showed up and they offered me the job. Uh, It was like a summer job. And I started off where I was just power washing like th- the, this trench equipment that would come back. And then from there, like I ended up like getting a truck and a and Nextel phone, which was cool, you know, chirping. Oh, and, yeah. uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, driving around and delivering like the smaller stuff or picking up some stuff. And that was a cool little job. Uh, fun. I have a fun story about that place. That place was, the. Uh, uh, so it was like really like kind of like low and it was back, um, off of, um, this like, uh, I forget what it's called. I forget what the name of the street is, but it's like, it's in Conshohocken, but it's like this crazy back road that like connects Conchahawken with Norristown. Right. I know,
0: I know exactly Do you what, know what I'm talking. talking about. I can't think of is the name. The it's is? not Plymouth road. Is it?
3: No, but it's like Conshohocken something road or whatever, but it was down in there, there. Right. And it, it's something like that, but I don't know if that was the name of it, but yeah. it was down in this gully. Right. And it was really Sandy, like gravelly area. So I'm sitting there one day, it's really hot and really dry out. And don't you know? I saw a tornado there. Like it, it wasn't big. What? It just like, Damn. and it was real quick. But it was crazy because it just kind of like was this whirlwind of like, like hit this berm, and next thing you know, a bunch of kicked up a bunch of dust and made this like, you know, it was a solid tornado. Damn. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you yeah. do?
1: Did, were you were you threatened by this tornado or did you No, feel, no, 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 did, no, you no, think you it taken wasn't
3: it? it wasn't a big enough tornado. It was only like like it was probably about like, I would say uh, maybe eight, 10 feet, but it wasn't like anything like serious. Like it just kicked up a bunch of like, you know, yeah. uh, random wrappers, but like it got enough dust to where it would have taken a cool picture if like phones were capable of that at the time.
1: Yeah,
0: you nice. know. Did you ever see the the ski resort in Hocken? There used yeah. to be. I drive. Yeah. I
3: used to drive, I drive past that all the time.
0: So when I was fighting, when I was training to fight, we used to have to run that ski, like that hill. That was that was pretty bad. That was pretty, that's pretty a, bad. That's a
3: pretty steep hill, man.
0: Oh, boy. Let me tell you, it was really steep, especially when you got to carry a ladder. Oh, boy. I don't know what the fuck the ladder was for, but they made me carry it. Oh, <laughs> wow fucking suck but so you okay me,
1: go ahead let she. me ask a question here so you worked with trench equipment now what are yeah. these like big industrial machines that basically dig trenches
3: so no no so this was uh they did shoring they rented shoring equipment rented and sold i guess um they so essentially whenever a hole is built or a hole is dug you have to have the hole shored right it's protected so that they can't cave in on people Right. Mm -hmm. So they were these giant boxes, like talking like 20 foot boxes, right. That you would assemble with like, I guess, cranes and stuff. But, uh, people would come with like big trucks, like 18 wheeler trucks and Mm. we would have to load it with these giant forklifts and load the trucks up and stuff like that. And, you know, they'd get strapped down and taken to whatever site, um, And like my, when I was originally hired, I was hired there just to like, like you said, just power wash the dirt off of it because they'd be coming out of these giant like mud holes essentially, or like, um, road plate. You ever like drive over road plate that really like, like that stuff, they would, they would like rent that, that to the company digging the hole.
1: And you're at, you're at a a specific site, like, uh, a central location. You don't, you're not going on site, right? Like they're bringing it to you. And you got yeah, this no. giant power washer yes. and, and you, and they put it in front of you and you power wash it and it gets taken away.
3: Yes. Yeah, so, so this guy would drive down with, with the piece of equipment on a forklift and I would have the, this power washer and I'd spray it down, spray it clean. And then he would go put it away and, you know, then bring the next piece over and just kind of do the same thing.
0: Well, dude, how, I mean, but like you would have to use a pressure washer and shit like that, right?
3: Yeah, no, it was like this big thing. It was like a big motor, and you have to, you know, really get it going. And but yeah,
0: I mean, that's the kind of shit though. Like, like so, for me, I don't know. Manual labor. There is some times where you're like, this is the fucking worst. This is the absolute worst. But then there's sometimes you're like, yeah, this ain't too bad, you know. And like things like that. Is that kind of one of those gimmicks?
3: I would say. So I I I like. Working, you know, manual labor stuff like Same. I st- like um, I would say the worst part about it is um, having to get up when it's like really hot out. Oh. And you first like, take that first step outside and realize that you're mm-hmm. not going to be in like comfortable air for mm-hmm. a long time. And you take that mm-hmm. first like thick breath. Right. Oh. That's with that, that heavy air. That's what it is oh, like. But once boy. you get past that part, you know, like, it, I don't, yeah, I don't usually mind it. It's like once you yeah. get that, you break that first little bit of sweat, you're good.
0: All right, fans, time for a break in the action. This is the segment, The Date You Hate, with our good friend, Papahute Buck. Papahute, what's the date and what do you hate?
2: The date is December 11th, 1620. After getting up this morning, I walked out of my
0: longhouse, went down to the beach and I see this giant wooden thing coming towards me.
3: And then my sister, Pocahontas, she's got the googly eyes for this guy, and he's wearing a belt buckle on his hat. Get that! That's the date, and that's what I hate.
0: All right, that was the date you hate with our good friend Papa Hute Bach. All right, back to the show. All right, so let's keep it moving then. So... Uh, kind of at this time you're finishing up college, and then you graduate college, and then you worked in the flooring department at Home Depot for two years. Yeah, man. And then, so also turns out you're pretty good at the flooring. Ended up being number two in the region for the cashier Olympics. Please explain.
3: Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Well, it it just kind of got sprung on me because uh, I so when you got when I got hired there, um. Uh, so backstory, uh, you know, uh, I graduated in 2008, May, 2008. And like, you know, it was like a terrible recession. So it was impossible to try and find a job. So yeah. I got a job at home Depot. Right. Um, Not a bad gig. part of the, the deal was they would hire you for a department, but you had to be cross trained on a register. Right. So I never yeah. really had to go on the register, but you know, I had, was trained on it and every so often they'd call you on when it got really yeah. busy on the weekend. Sure. So. So then next thing, you know, uh, they just kind of, I guess the cashier Olympics happened and they said, you know, we need people to go. And, you know, I just didn't really think anything of it. And then they kind of somewhat forced me to go. So then I did it and I didn't really think I, you know, really did that good. And then, uh, yeah, then they they're like, oh, you know, second place, uh, Bob Quinn. I'm like, get, I get out of here. <laughs> You're crazy. And at the time, it was what, like 2009. So yeah. when I went, I won a a, a a purple digital camera, like a Fuji Ooh. digital camera, man. Nice. And it was like I just think I sold it to one of my coworkers for fifty bucks. Hey, you know, you but go. uh, but yeah, man, that was uh,
0: so. I mean, that's pretty sweet though. I like like places like that, like that do like incentive stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, unless you work there, like we wouldn't know about that. Like every time I go to Home Depot, I have no idea what the cashier, yeah, I, gotta, you know, like,
3: I have a really good Home Depot story. So hit me. Wh- ever since I was a kid, one thing I always wanted to do was play hide and seek in uh, like a Heckinger's or or Home Depot, right? Yeah. Well, right before I left Home Depot, I worked inventory overnight, right? Yeah. And it was me and like, bunch of other guys so you know there was an overnight crew at the time and the overnight crew after lunch would always just go like find hiding spots and take naps sure so so we thought it'd be a great idea to play hide and go seek in (laughs) home depot
0: that's great it's a great place
3: it was amazing i mean there's so many places to hide there's so many like it got to the (laughs) point where we had to like kind of limit sections like you could only go through certain departments just because it was so difficult to try and like (laughs) find people if you really play the whole store
0: is there like some downtime at home Depot where it's like completely empty and you can, well, I guess you're working. So yeah. So you're working the graveyard shift at this time, right? Like after. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: And, and we had at the time, like, like uh inventory was a six week thing. We were on like week, like four, like four and a half. And we were pretty much done. So mm-hmm. like, we were just kind of like, Going through the motion and everything like that. And uh we had a bunch of downtime a lot of times after lunch, and we we're like, hey, let's do it. Let's let's play the ultimate game of hide and seek.
0: Yeah. Nice. So at this time though, you're working the graveyard shifts, which is nine PM to six AM. And then yeah. while doing this, you're also part timing at your dad's auto shop. Is that right?
3: Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Oof. So you would so what was your day like? So what time are you waking up?
3: Uh, I woke up at, at the like eight thirty. in the morning. No, no. At night, like like eight 30 at okay. night. And then I would drive to home Depot. I would come mm. home. I'd get home around like seven and then I'd usually eat, get something to eat and change and then go to the, be, have to be at the shop by eight.
0: So you're leaving your house at eight 30 PM to go to home Depot. Then yeah. you're there all night at home Depot until 6. A.M. Then you get home around 7, you fix yourself a little something to eat, a little hot dish, and then you're out at 8 to go to your dad's shop, and you're working at your dad's shop till when?
3: Till noon, and then I'd come home and eat
0: and sleep. Jesus. So even if you fell asleep right at noon, you're only getting eight hours max of sleep. So you're literally working yourself to the bone here, huh? This was, that's well, a I mean, stretch, babe.
3: Yeah, man, when student loans were crazy, man, you had to Ugh. pay off some student loans.
0: Oh, for sure. Until you, know. you realize, fuck that, right? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> student loans are the worst fucking thing going. So, all right, nice. You you pick up, like, you, so you, it seems like you have some, like, kind of, you know, some skill with your hands then, huh? So you can do some handsy kind of stuff?
3: Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: So you're a man and not a dude. I get that. All right. Respect. So, all right. So let's keep moving on then. So after doing the graveyard shift at the uh, at the thing at uh, Home Depot, then you, uh, you know, and while working at your dad's uh, auto shop, which your dad, total ledge, by the way, total ledge. Um, so then at this time, after this, you get your first office job at a pharma research company. Is that right?
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: So yeah. what were you doing there? What What was that job like?
3: Yeah. So, so that was, that was a crazy job because, uh, that like sometimes that job literally was counting paper. What? Yeah. For, for real. Um, so it was a, um, a, like a contract job. It was like a six month, like temp to hire thing. And yeah. I ended up finding like a, a full-time job in the span. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, um, when I was there, they had, um, these like trials and um like different trials and stuff like that and they would have um they call them investigator meetings and yeah. they would send um these things these like different uh tests and stuff to different places different sites for their patients mm-hmm. and literally like some like there were weeks where like my job was literally just counting to make sure there was enough or well, like Looking at each page and making sure that nothing was wrong, like.
0: And this is before like, and then
3: shipping, and then yeah, and then at the end of the day when I was done, I would like put a label on it and send it somewhere.
0: Oh my word! So like this is kind of before Excel spreadsheets took over everybody's life, and you're just like going to ham on these paper, like so you legit would just be like lick your thumbs, yeah, just you- counting away. Oh. Yeah, they
3: you they, you would you were allowed to like you know go on uh you know I'd have Pandora up on my computer. Yeah, sure. And yeah. you know bring bring some headphones and just kinda sit there yeah. and yeah, just, just start counting.
0: Dude, did you ever get like really heavy into a count and lose it? Like how many All the time. Pieces, all the time. Oh uh, how many pieces of paper are we talking here?
3: Like like boxes, like giant like giant, like large size moving boxes sometimes. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, so these things, they would be in these giant like corrugated brown boxes, but then they'd be in smaller, like white boxes that, that had all the papers in it. So you'd have to go through and you had to make sure that they had enough boxes in it. And it was like a thing, like, you know, it was like very much like an inventory process of keeping track of what you had. No shit.
0: Damn. So so, okay, and, like, you, this was all by hand. There wasn't, like, a machine. You could be like, all right, this way is whatever, that's this.
3: For that? Yeah, no, no, there wasn't. <sighs> and, like, I did, like, other things. Like, you know, once you, you – know, you That was kind of, like, the real, like, bottom of the rung kind of stuff. You know, yeah. then you'd, like, you know, you'd go to meetings or you'd do meeting minutes or, you know, yeah. um, like, little stuff. It was, like, a was project assistant. So, like, it was just, you know – helping out doing that kind of stuff. But like I said, like after that, I got, you know, I was only there for like a short time. And then I ended up, you know, getting a full-time job.
0: How are minutes? Cause I've heard things that minute taking meeting minutes is the worst.
3: So you're, so you're either really good at it or you're not like <laughs> that, that's in my experience. Like I'm not, but like, I've yeah. met some people that are very good at it. And like, yeah, it's like an art, like really.
0: Jesus. So, Man. All right. So you're only there for a little bit. Farmer research. Then uh, you went to an insurance job. Is that right?
3: Yep. Then I was uh, working for worked for uh, an insurance company um, for two years.
0: So what were you doing at the insurance company? Just like claims or something like that?
3: I was working like it was like essentially like an underwriting assistant kind of thing. Okay. Um, Yeah. I was there doing that for two years. Nice. How'd that go. It was all right. It wasn't the was that like so the greatest.
0: This is like your first touch into office life, though.
3: Yeah, this is that's what it was. It was like like I had had the 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 you know the contract job at the the one place, but this was like mm-hmm. really like the first time I had a full time job in an office yeah. setting, office environment. So Ugh. it was like very much a new experience for me, as I'm sure yeah. you know. Yeah. Anybody who, who really didn't do it and then kind of yep. jumps into it, you know, it was yep. definitely a different, different setting. Oh, it's setting. total
0: culture shock. Total. For
3: real, man. For real.
0: Yeah. Couldn't, and at the I time. I can't say it enough.
3: And I mean, like, I, had, I worked in a, I had got hired in a really small office setting of like, you know, around maybe 10 people, maybe a little less. And, you know, I was the only guy. And so yeah. that was like a, that was definitely like a, you know. A barrier. a barrier. That yeah, that can be yeah. plus
0: two, it's like that sounds nice on paper, but then when you look at it, you're like, uh no. Like one, like you know, they could all stab you in the like not to say stabbing in the back, but like one slip up when you're trying to make a joke or be nice or something, and that's your whole job and you're labeled that way forever.
3: You know. Yeah. No, it was just it was what it was and it ended when it needed to end kind of
0: thing. Nice. All
3: you
2: right. know.
0: Good. Okay. So you're leaving the insurance shop. Then after that uh, you went back to Chestnut Hill farms for a little while while landscaping. Is that right?
3: Uh, I, I love landscaping, but, um, Same. you know, like that's the thing with landscaping though, is, you know, like, uh, like if you're just out in the, the hot sun, like you kind of can get used to it. But when you're landscaping, you're hopping b- back in and out of a truck all the time. So you got to keep your windows down, you know, otherwise if you feel that if you, you know, chill down too much from the ac every time you hop out it's like just smacks you in the face each time
0: yeah all right nice okay so i'll tell you what too man landscaping is another one of those jobs where like that can be good labor you know but it's also like i remember my old man uh i had to live with him for a little while and he had a push mower that was like a uh, it's non it's a non engine mower. It was like a, you know, like okay. the real thing. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Like, yeah. It, I don't know what the hell they're the or- called.
3: The original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude. So he had that. And because you didn't need gas, you didn't need electric for it. It was fine. It worked like that. But you could only, like, if it got too high, you couldn't use it. It could only, like, if it's too high, then the blades, like, don't catch, so I had to, like, it was, I had to do his lawn, like, freaking, like, every week, almost, you know, which was fine, you know what I mean, but still, it looked good when you did it, but, uh, either way, okay, moving on, so, so, after you're done landscaping, you get to another job, right? So, yeah. you're back in the office and you're working yeah. in a claims department, right? Yep, yep. Nice. So, you had the insurance th- like background previously. So, right. the claims department, like, did, did you go in there and you kind of already had a leg up on the competition and kind of knew what you were doing or what was going on?
3: So, it was just kind of like, um, Uh, just like getting my foot back in the door kind of thing. Like, um, you know, kind of figured out and what I wanted to do and, uh, try to get back into it. So, um, it was just kind of like a way in and, um, and I knew somebody that had worked for the company. So, you know, they, they recommended me for Mm -hmm. the job. So that kind of helped, but that's how I got, yeah, that's how I started. Where I'm at now.
0: Nice. And then so you went from claims, then you went f- from claims to engineering. Right. And then after engineering, you went to a department called the IoT department, which is where you currently are. Is that right? Correct. So, all right. So give us a day in the life. Uh when you're so what's the IoT department? Can you give us a little kind of synopsis of what you're doing there?
3: So IOT stands for, for people that don't know, internet of things. Um, what we do is we are sensor support technicians. Mm-hmm. Um, our company uh, works with client companies um, and we monitor uh, locations that they ensure. And, you know, we, we did, you know, we have um, sensors set up to detect, um, catastrophic uh, or to detect water intrusion and um, temperature decreases for um, to to help client companies mitigate catastrophic losses, essentially what it is. We're there monitoring in case something bad happens so that we can notify people like like a life alert.
0: All right. So, Bob, it sounds like you're, to me at least, so you're placing devices in buildings That like if, you know, if like a pipe bursts or someone forgets to turn the heat on or something like that, these devices can detect that and then send an alert to the people who are in charge of that building, letting them know. Is that right?
3: Exactly. And the whole idea behind that is to catch something before it becomes
0: Mm. a real issue. Oh, wow. So that's like
3: a whole thing, like a whole new thing where it's like,
0: like you're, you're preventing things from occurring Wow, that's strange. Do they market that with value at any, like, any time, or how does that work? Um, what do you mean? So, like, say if, uh, if someone – so, say, like, okay, say you're at a building and a pipe bursts, and you left that building, and it's a Tuesday, and you weren't going to be back at that building till Friday, right? And the pipe were to burst, and you didn't have this device in there – You're not going to find out at best until you're there on Friday and that's major, major damage, right? Correct. Right. So so Mm -hmm. if you do have this device and it does tell you about the water and the break and everything like that, so it'll send the alert out and things like that. So how do they record that? What do they do?
3: Well, the, there's a, a system, there's a server essentially that, um, You know, all the information sits on, and each location has its own account. Uh, On its account is each sensor, and the sensors check in with a gateway. A gateway is essentially a a hub that um, that picks up the the sensors um, pings. Essentially, is what it is. Um, And every uh, every so many uh, time intervals, you know, the sensors will connect with the gateway and send the information. Um, The sensors have probes on them that, you know, if, you know, like if the temperature sensor detects uh, a temperature below a certain temperature, it Mm -hmm. sends an alert um, and the alerts escalate you know, as the temperature goes down or up depending on what you're using your temperature sensor for, um, the water sensor, water sensor is pretty self-explanatory. There's two little probes that are on the bottom of the sensor that sit about approximately an eighth of an inch off the ground that if they, if they get wet, I mean, talking moisture from your palm kind of thing. Like if you're clammy hands that day, don't put it flat on your hand. Um, you know, these things will send an alert. And I mean, that's a, that's what we call a level four. So that's like, you know that's the the highest alert that you can get. You know we're calling yeah. you. And it's all you know all systems go because you know as far as as far as our technology knows, you know you, you could be you know submerged mm. underwater.
1: So are these Jesus. only commercial wow. buildings? That's unbelievable.
3: Ours are, but from what I understand, they are starting to have sensors um, that are for like you know personal mm-hmm. use for the home. Um, we we do currently have have something like in the works that which Mm -hmm. is for you know for the the home it's um
1: so i assume most of these or ever all of this is for commercial you know things and the price tag on this stuff is probably pretty hefty so that you know it makes sense protecting your factory or whatever like the commercial building is yeah Uh, i work I, i lived at an apartment building once that in the middle of February, yep. it was like record low temperatures, and our one of the pipes mm-hmm. that, like the water pipes that ran to a washer machine, um, it burst, yeah. and it burst in like three different Oof. units, and the whole building, like Oof. hundreds of people, had to get sent to a um, hotel for, and we ended up being there for like oh, three months, that. and yeah, and the I and the that. apartment company had to foot the bill for the, uh, the, you know, the hotels for everybody, they gave us like an eating stipend. And then they also had to like replace all, all the carpet, like everything that basically was, was, uh, prone to mold because the insurance companies. So that's hundreds of thousands. And that's what I, I went in, I went back and I was like, Hey, we're still in this hotel. What the hell's going on here? Like it's been over a month now. And they said, it's the insurance companies. They do these, they, they go in and they have to evaluate everything and it ends up costing millions and millions yep. and millions of dollars for them. So yeah, I, I, I oh, especially yeah. for these big companies, like it makes perfect sense for them to want to monitor this stuff and, and really be on top of it.
3: We did, we, this time last year, me and Matt were up in Manhattan installing yep. these at luxury condos, yep. you know, all around Manhattan mm-hmm. for a week because we, yep. we had, we partnered with a, we partnered with a company up there that, you know, had, decided to go with the system and I, I think we did, what did we do? Like, like 30 locations or something? Or Yes. No. Probably a Maybe little more than
1: that. that. No, because think about it.
0: We did four a day, you know?
3: Right. And there was two of us. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And, so, yeah. So, and correct me if like I'm that. wrong, but they're, like you said, your, your sensors are looking for moisture and, and drop in temperature or, or, mm-hmm. you know, de- changes in temperature. There are devices yeah. that, companies can purchase to protect from that like a a, from a pipe from bursting like i I was told at this apartment community uh somebody said to me like yeah the company that owns this place went cheap and there's these like um insulators that people can put around their water pipes so that if it does get cold it kicks on and it keeps it warm so Mm -hmm. so it doesn't that you know because when water freezes it expands and that's what causes these pipes to burst you know for those of us Maybe living in right, California right. now, don't even have to worry about that kind of stuff. <laughs>
2: but, but you know, <laughs> yeah, back must, on the yeah, East Coast, nice. especially this
1: time of year, you know, mid-January to mid-February, you're going to get some cold fucking days. So. so, all right. So, good. That's pretty cool, Bob. So, it's
0: kind of like you're giving peace of mind to these people, which is nice. Right. Um, so, let's do this. I got some questions I sent you yep. and I want to go over them. Okay? okay? Yeah. Okay. Question number one. Yeah. What was your favorite movie
3: at the age of 10? Oh,
0: all right.
3: So, um, Tommy Boy.
0: Oh, classic. Yeah. That's one of the best ones we've heard.
3: But what's funny yeah. is is I I be, I distinctly remember my uh, my 10th birthday and on my 10th birthday, right? Was my first uh, movie theater birthday, so I Ooh. almost said that one only for nostalgic, and it it was Twister. Good old uh, Bill oh. Paxton, good old Bill <laughs> Paxton, and that uh, little Helen yeah. Hunt. speaking oh, of tornadoes, yeah, right. Um, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think uh, oh Carrie Ooze was in that too, right?
1: Yeah, Ooh. Yeah.
3: yeah, man, yeah, man.
0: Damn,
1: twist yeah,
3: hair. Twister was Twister yeah. was a was a good one. Yeah, damn,
0: Twister Mates had, was one of those May tenth, nineteen May tenth, nineteen ninety six. Man, look at you, very nice, stud muffin, very nice. Yeah, so, man. all right, nice. But yeah, no, Tommy,
3: Tommy, Tommy, Tommy was Chris Farley. At that point, had really like like kind of solidified himself, charts. dude. Yep. it it really was, really
0: yeah, was. He was he was the best. Him and him and Sandler were killing it at the time. Yeah, man. You know, and Spade too. They yeah. were awesome.
1: And Tommy Boy is a like a it's tied together with Black Sheep. I think. Yeah. When anytime someone brings it up, I have to make sure I'm thinking of the right movie because mm-hmm. it's like the same movie just with with a different, slightly different premise. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, Tommy Boy is yeah.
1: killer, though. You Tommy Boy great. He's on the road. He's traveling, dude.
0: Farley, yeah. I feel like you know Farley gets a lot of love and like for being great and all this stuff, and he's remembered very highly. Had he not passed away, does his legacy like completely different? You think Did people kind of like, you know, kind of like, 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 I don't want to say like a Kevin James, but like, well, I was just
3: going to say, I think, I think if he, if he doesn't pass away, grown ups is an even better movie. Um, I mean, it
0: could be, it could be hilarious. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. But like, I don't hate it, but I'm just saying like, uh, no, I, I don't, I don't, I think if anything, his legacy just grows more. I mean, yeah. imagine how much, because like, yeah, I don't know. I agree. I don't no, want I to agree. say, cause like, like almost famous. Wasn't that the one he did with Matthew Perry or something like that? Not almost famous. Uh, no, it? almost, uh, heroes. almost uh, heroes. Almost heroes. That That's it it. Yeah. something like that. But like, yeah. Yeah. it was like, that was just kind of like, nah, oh, man, you have to you know, think like, too. Like yeah. if you're
0: a studio at that time, Matthew Perry and Chris Farley are considered the two funniest people in the world. Cause Chandler on friends was the funniest dude on television at the time. And then Farley was like one of the funniest guys going. So those two in a movie, you know, they're thinking this is match made in heaven. It Massey just so Perry happens that they're both famous.
3: So they're both at their most like destructive points of their, their like yeah. drug using lives at that point. You know, like, yeah, it was yeah. that that's the part. Yeah. D- did
0: you yeah. and, see- and
1: it, it all depends? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, do you think I, with those movies specifically like the farley ones this i think that the straight men in those movies the person who is like assigned to keep them in line aka like david spade yeah. in uh in black sheep and uh and in tom and boy and stuff like those guys don't get enough credit for how important their job is oh man to, like well i don't if, think if it's a movie
3: No, I was just going to like to play on that. Like, I don't think Tommy boy is nearly as good as it would, wouldn't be as nearly as good as if, as it is, if, if David Spade wasn't in that, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like how much, how much of that movie is just the two of them in a car together? You know,
1: like that's the best, (laughs) that's the best
3: part about it. Like this, the part when they start singing all the songs and it's like, 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 man, mm-hmm. that's that's it right there.
1: <laughs> is that when the deer – What movie is it where the deer, like, uh, attacks them or whatever? That, they have a dead deer. In yeah, the back
3: that's the, the movie. <laughs> that's the movie. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah.
1: That's so good. Yeah.
0: It's a plus two, man. I don't know about you, but I fucking lose it every time I see the Chris Farley song by Adam Sandler. So good.
3: Oh, yeah, man.
1: So mm. good.
0: So good. All right. So let's move it on. So what is your favorite movie
3: right now? Oh man, I don't know.
0: Uh, Given these
1: questions, probably. Ahead of
3: time. I know, I know, I know. But I, I can't think.
1: of <laughs> or, or it could just be a, a recent movie that you yeah, like. It doesn't have to be like your yeah, number it doesn't one. Be your favorite. Power ranking. What's something
0: ranking. you're into right now?
3: I mean, TV show
0: too. We could put TV show or TV, movie.
3: TV shows right now, like I'm really into like the documentary stuff. So like, I did Ooh. all the, the, all the, you know, all the cult stuff recently. Watched all mm-hmm. the Scientology stuff. The ones with the, mm. uh, what was that? Ugh, I just watched it too. The uh, The Heaven's Gate cult. Did you watch? Guys, oh, that Dude, that was that. good, man. Really? That was good. No, yeah. uh, honestly, was... my my favorite movie all the time, honestly, right now, is probably still Rogue One. Rogue One was phenomenal. So good. The end That's of that Star movie. movie. So the good. end of that movie was like 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 seriously. It really it, it really might be that the, movie my, is my favorite not... Star Wars yeah. movie. Head to time. toe,
0: fucking best Star Wars movie and, uh, that's go- dude, that's been out. So, show good. fantastic, show good, absolutely show good. phenomenal. Best, yeah. their best work, so I-, I think.
1: I haven't seen any of the new ones. I saw like since like the uh, the prequels in the nineties. Dude, or you gotta watch yeah.
3: Rogue One because Rogue so One. So can I
1: watch that without yes, knowing anything? Yes, yeah, absolutely. It, it comes before it's, everything.
3: It's literally like a half hour. It, it like ends like a, up until like a half hour of a New Hope. So if you saw the first original Star Wars, everything yeah. that happens in Rogue One will make sense.
0: Yeah. Mm. Dude, and it's to pop it in. And it's awesome. It's amazing. It the best. Show the good. best. I'm going to I'm going to get that VHS like and I'm going to pop it right seven. into the uh, so into it's the Star VCR. Wars. Tell you what, you know what's also an underrated show. Well, I guess it's not underrated because everyone knows about it, but Star Wars Clone Wars is Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's a cartoon. The animated series, yeah. It is absolutely fantastic. Dude, like I've been there's been many times I've watched that show and been like, this is for kids. Are you kidding me like this well, show ever, is do you remember so the old good. like
3: the old batman like Hell yeah. cartoon movies Hell back yeah, in the day, like like uh batman enter the phantasm and stuff yeah. and like under the red but like those Hell movies yeah. were were good but They're they weren't dark. like yeah. really yeah man they get after
0: it
1: like the saturday sure. morning cartoon ones right
3: <laughs> well yeah but those it was weren't like, like, like those
0: were kind of dark at times too the batman was always yeah. like a little it wasn't but it was yeah it was still made for kids because it was after animaniacs but no, I know exactly mm. what you're talking about, Bob. They had some stuff that they released that was like, "Ooh, this is a little bit on the, who gives a shit about your stupid dog?"
1: All right. <laughs> so for those at home, our official mascot Penny is is yeah. making an appearance. That was that was never and just saying so hello everyone, to Bob's cat. Just so oh, yeah. everyone knows, it that up, was yet. never Yeti's voted sleeping. on.
3: Yeti's sleeping. Yeti's Yeti's passed out. You know.
0: So all right, yeah. Let's keep it going. So yeah, Bob. Man. If you could give yourself a nickname, what would it be? So an Um, example, right? We had a guy on the show who said his nickname would be Stretch, right? And it was because, you know, uh, his wife will talk about like ex-boyfriends and stuff like that, and he'll be like, well, I don't care. Am I taller than him? Then good, then I win. So fuck them. Yeah. I'm taller than right. So stretch would be his nickname or something like that. What about you? What do you got?
3: I don't know. Like I never, I never really was like. To be honest, I was never really big into to nicknames. I was always, yeah. I always had my, my nickname was always my last name was always yeah. Quinn or or Quinny or something to that effect. Yeah. And it just or kind Bob of, it,
1: yeah. Or, it yeah. just
3: kind of right in that. Oh, I that always works. The mighty Quinn. Like if I could pick, if I could pick my like. Like I had a wrestler name once. It was called Ooh. the B the B doze short for Ooh. the B dozer. But Ooh. like <laughs> you know, but uh yeah, nice so one. I probably I, like I guess that. I would go with that. Well, is what nice. would you
1: say your your wrestling personality was? More Oh, he's a heel more, uh, pretty totally British. Healed, right? he was oh, I was totally a total I'm
3: totally, totally a heel. But like I was really good at being able to like uh so there was this guy, I mean you know Matt knows the one guy, but a bunch of their little troaster. Yeah, man. They they used to have like an actual legit ring in a warehouse out the northeast. And oh, yeah. like every so many, like they would just go and videotape each other and do crazy stuff. So like I was really mm-hmm. good at taking falls. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, rolling with, like, you know, stuff and, and, you know, there'd be guys, like, doing shooting stars off of, you know, the top rope and, and you know, bamboo bats and, and uh, chairs and stuff like that. I just liked running into the stuff and, like, falling yeah. backwards on the mat yeah. and just kind of, like, absorbing the hit in, into yeah. the mat. Like, that was always fun.
0: There is a wrestling school in Philadelphia that like does classes. And I've always wanted to just sign up for like one course. It's like 12 weeks or something and do it. That just, would be awesome. Cause I had a buddy who used to come to my gym and he would be, it'd be like Friday night or be like, what are you, you know, I'd ask him like, what are you getting into the weekend? Whatever, just talking. And he would tell me about it. And he's like, dude, it is the most fun you'll have. He's like, I look forward. It. It's my favorite part of the week. It's just so much fun.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, I could imagine. What, what, what? It has to be the case that being a heel is, like, more fun, I would assume.
0: That's what they say. Being a heel is it. Yeah. That's what they say. Because if you look at, like, Stone Cold's a heel, Ric Flair's a heel, like, those fucking guys are the... Shawn Michaels... Well, well, no, Michaels is a babyface, too. But then in DX, he was a heel. So, like, that's the best. Like, Razor Ramon, considered a heel. Like, those guys are just the fucking best, you know? So, all right. Mm -hmm. So, let's keep this rolling
1: babble the, the soul man too. Yeah. don't forget the soul man the soul man of course
0: uh babbo if you could host a tv show what tv show would you host it could be real or made up let me have
3: price it. price is right for sure
0: price is that's, right yeah <laughs> it, just dun so dun. i just so i could
3: say the price is wrong you know Bitch. like <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great all right price is right that's a winner that's a dude that is a, like a like a sleepy great show because I know like well the thing there was always everyone... there was
3: always hot chicks on it too like mm. like Bob Barker was no fool there was always oh. like, a solid yeah. stable there
0: oh yeah he he always surrounded himself with talent he knew he had yeah. a great eye for talent and he so, would get
3: older and they would stay the same age you know? <laughs>
0: nice so yeah and I always feel like prices right gets has to take like everyone's always talking about Jeopardy and everyone's talking about wheel of fortune and family feud. And like, I feel like price is right. Kind of cause it's the daytime kind of one people kind of put it on the back burner, but all right. So let's keep this going. That's great. Okay. So what game show would you want to be on TV game show?
3: (sighs) If if I could, I would love to be on Jeopardy, but I can't hang with the the likes of a Ken Jennings. So you I probably can. would I so so realistically I'd have to say the wheel because I could mm-hmm. I think I could dominate the wheel.
0: I think you could probably kill it on the wheel. All right. Okay. So, next question. What is the biggest word that you know the meaning of?
3: Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. What does that mean? It's the word you say when you don't know what to say. Huh? Yeah, man
0: how fucking about it <laughs> so also we had a guy we'll go to the, the judges on that one we, we had a guy on the show that said the uh, his favorite word that or the biggest word that he knew was disestablishmentarianism, and uh turns out uh i was told that he does not know the meaning of it so pete mccormick if you're listening uh you're disqualified so you're gonna have to come up with Ooh, a new word Oh boy yeah he's in trouble all right so um bob this was great, man. Hey, thanks so much for putting up with that bullshit at the beginning. I was uh, really unprofessional. Yeah, you're a good, you're a good really, trooper. Really shitty stuff. I mean, just really just bad for the show. Really unprofessional.
1: Jesus Christmas. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you hear it? Are Bob, thanks for
2: being on my show, buddy.
1: <laughs> you motherfucker. Anytime, really anytime,
2: anytime Son, Tom. Sorry I interrupted
1: you earlier. You I didn't mean fucking it. Fucking asshole. This is unacceptable. Have you fucking uh,
0: been there the whole fucking time?
1: It's my show. No, it's not your fucking
0: show. And it wasn't your fucking idea.
2: You're recording on my property. This is my right. I'm going to go. I just wanted to apologize to Bob and uh, Matt. Matt, wrap up my show for me.
0: Go fuck yourself. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. you.
1: Uncool. Uncool.
0: Shake, you are fucking two seconds away from me flying to California just telling you right now
1: Matt I think you're (sighs) directing your anger in the wrong in the wrong direction my friend Pointing it
0: right at the right person yep I know exactly who it is it's only one person has access to this besides me wow well Bob you know great thanks for coming on to my show that I thought of this is my fucking show so thanks for coming on I own the rights to it no big deal um thanks for having me on Hey, man, you've been a great guest. Thanks for putting up with some unprofessional bastard and all that shit. Yeah. Please Um, come back. Please come back. Yeah. We'd love to have you back on. Um, So, yeah. So we're going to wrap it up now. So this has been the Working Perspectives Podcast. Uh, As always, I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by my editor and producer, Tom Byers. Our guest today was Bob Quinn and uh don't listen to any asshole that's not me that says he thought of the show and he owns it because it's not true uh you can find us on all podcast platforms at working perspective podcast you can find us on youtube at working perspectives podcast you can find us on spotify at the working perspectives podcast and then uh you can follow us on twitter at working pod and if you want to be on the show to go through the approval process and come on here correctly and not pirate the mm-hmm. show, you can mm-hmm. email us at com. then we'll put you through the PAAA like every other guest that has come on here. Well, the, yeah, well, this is the end of the fucking show. So fucking we're done. Bye,
1: Matt. Yeah, and we, we need people to leave us reviews. Yeah, leave us leave a fucking review. review.
0: Yeah, if you could leave us a review and tell us that I fucking thought of this and it's my fucking idea and leave us a fucking review. Do us a favor. Give us some fucking stars. All right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If Fuck. you leave us a review, Matt will think of a, uh, a, a nickname for you. He'll, he'll whip up a nickname on the spot. Yep, uh, I got one for you. On it's called
0: Tom the Fucking Traitor. That's your nickname right mm. now. Traitor Tom. Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: Mm. Misdirected anger. Not misdirected true. anger. Not true. Wow. Wow.
0: Well, uh, this is. Uh, do we have shout outs? Is there's people that we need to shout out? Who's left comments already that we should shout out? right, uh, let's take a look. I asked you for this last week. You can have someone sneak on the podcast, but you can't give me the shout-outs I asked for.
1: Real nice shake. Uh, I, I, I'm i not going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... that's uh, It's true. Okay, here, here are some reviews. From who?
0: We don't want to hear them. We just want to know who said them.
1: Uh, we have one from... Uh, Somebody named Dr. Raskov. Dr. Raskov, shout out, five star review. Thank
0: you for the review, Dr. Raskov. Hopefully, can't wait to get you on the show. Thanks, pal.
1: Who else? And we have we have one from it's me Steve. Hey
0: Steve, it's you, it's you Steve, it's me Steve. Hey, thanks for the review. Thanks for the shout out. Great job. Uh, can't wait to have you on the show. Thanks.
1: We have one for FPS Ball Seventeen. Ooh, FPS Ball
0: 17. Very nice. Thank you, man. Shout out to you. Thanks for leaving the review. Uh, sorry for the unprofessionalism that we've had on this episode, but we'll try not to have that again. Thanks, pal. Thanks, FPS Ball 17.
1: And we have the uh, last one is, uh, okay, this one is K underscore buyers. K underscore buyers
0: at, it doesn't matter k underscore buyers thanks for the review uh, can't wait to have you on the show uh thank you for the review man that's awesome you're the best k underscore buyers, shout out thank you is that that's it that's it that's it for this week yeah all right cool that's it for this week and probably the rest of the show because i don't know if i'm fucking coming back so all right this has been great uh see it ya- god damn it god fucking damn it god fucking damn it